All right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my basement, but soon to be studios at The Junction in Old Hilliard. And uh, speaking of Old Hilliard, um, wow, today is a friend of show, friend to me, uh, a guy that as evidenced by the hat, he's rocking the unscripted hat. If you're watching the video, if you're not pull up the video, you'll see the unscripted hat, which I appreciate very much. But uh, friend to me and a guy I just genuinely love. Um, Lieutenant Doug Lightfoot is with me today. He's my guest. I'm gonna let you introduce yourself and, and maybe fill in the gaps from there and we will we will roll. <laughs> okay. Um, as you mentioned, I work for the um, Lieutenant, I work for the Hillier Police Department. I've been there, just celebrated my 17th anniversary there. I've uh, served in a variety of roles with the Hillier Police Department and uh, been a patrol officer, canine handler, worked in um, investigations for a while. Uh, back into patrol through promotions, and then um, now I'm back into investigations. So done a variety of, of, of roles there in the uh, community, uh, women's self-defense instructor, uh, also uh, firearms instructor and active shooter instructor for our agency. Um, done a lot of public appearances when I was a canine handler, especially. My dog and I have been all over Hill Hilliard in, in central Ohio, and then um, I'm married uh, to love of my life. We're 21 years of marriage. She's put up with a lot. Um, <laughs> they all. I have, yeah, I have uh, four children. I've had two daughters by a, a previous marriage, and I now have two son-in-laws. So I say I have two sons. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I'm, my wife and I have uh, two sons together, and I'm also a grandpa now, which is wow. pretty cool. Wow, that's awesome. And, um, and, and at least one son is in the Navy, correct? That's correct. My oldest son uh, is at boot camp right now. Boot camp right now. And uh, you and I had lunch a couple weeks ago and right. uh, talking a little bit about that in San Diego and what those yeah. guys go through. And well, and, and as, as always, uh, whenever I have someone on that has uh, ties to the service, I want to thank you, first of all, for your service to our community. Uh, and I want to thank you for your son's service to our country. Um, um, always want to, always want to pay those respects. So I, I I'm thankful. Um, and I really am thankful. Um, you and I joked when we had lunch, <laughs> the, the, the Hillary community, um, uh, police department is awesome. Uh, and I told you a few stories of, yep. I, I should clarify because it's going to sound like I've had run-ins with the police. I haven't had run-ins with the police. They were all, you know, legitimate things, not, not bad things, but, um, anytime I've had interaction, let me say that interaction with the, the Hilliard police, they've been fantastic um genuine kind and um I, you know they just i it's so we i love this community because of that it's a safe community it's a wonderful community and uh and that's because of your team and and your service to uh to people like myself so uh, but there's nothing like being woken up at um 12 30 at night because your garage door is open <laughs> yeah that is a that is a unique service um because <laughs> uh well, one of our things obviously is crime prevention mm -hmm. and that's one way that we we do it we patrol neighborhoods where we're looking you know can we be everywhere at once and prevent 100 percent? Oh, absolutely not right but um we do try to be a full service police department because that's that is how we look at it we are public servants yeah and so this is one of the ways we serve the community that we love and i um you know you and i uh both follow each other on on Twitter and other places. And I talk all the time about our service mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we do. We're, we're here to provide a service to the community. 
Yeah, and you do. And and I'm I'm kidding as I say that, but nothing will make you sit up straight in bed more than and our, our doorbell's broke. So there's a pounding on the door. And nothing will make, especially when you got three kids that are teenagers, um, nothing will make you sit more up straight in bed when they're yeah. pounding on the door at 1230. And then to look out the window and see a policeman there, um, it, it's a little unnerving, but it's always a somewhat of relief when they say hey, your garage door is open. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, so if that's the worst they tell me, thank Okay, cool. Uh, I got you. So anyway, um, you, what made you choose this, uh, this, this role, this path as a career? Well, I actually made the switch late. I, I worked in a private industry for many years. My specialty is electrical uh, instrumentation or automation. And uh, when I was in my early 30s, God put it on my heart to uh, go a different route. Uh, when I was a kid, I always thought about becoming a police officer. But my ultimate goal was to follow my, my dad and my grandfather into the Navy. Mm. And I was medically disqualified from the Navy. And it actually took me probably 15 years to get over that mm. uh, because that was my plan A because I had no plan B. Well, yeah. I ended up taking this other route. And, and like I said, my early, late 20s, early 30s, God put it on my heart to make a change. And, and uh, I met with some people uh, individually, uh, who people who weren't uh, – weren't related to each other. Their only common denominator was me hmm. to ask for prayer and ask for uh, guidance. And to a person, they're like, police work. Hmm. And at the time I was actually considering the fire service because of the, the chance to be an EMT, but um, made the move to law enforcement, put myself through uh, a police academy. And uh, that was hard. When you have uh, two daughters, you get to see every other weekend. Yeah. Um, my oldest son had just been born. He was born, you know, we had the taxes September 11th and he was born in November, November 22nd. And then I started the police Academy January 3rd. Mm. So I had a newborn son at home. My, my job I had at the time, I worked an average of 48 hours a week in private industry. And then I was going to classes 25 to 30 hours a week. So it was tough. My, my wife was basically a single mom with a newborn. Oh, wow. It, and she, that's why I said she's, she's just all, I definitely outkicked my coverage. <laughs> Don't you know, we all? With her. <laughs> uh, but God put on my heart. I worked for a small uh, township police department, Clinton Township Police, for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. um, tried twice to get on with Hilliard, and the second time it worked out. And uh, I've been blessed to serve this community since. And I, I, I talk about it all the time. It is a blessing to serve this community and serve it well. And, and you do. And, and that's why I'm so thankful for our friendship. And again, I'm, I'm thankful for this community. It, it is home. Cleveland will always be my home because that's where I spent a majority of my years growing up. But all three of my kids have lived in, you know, were born in Columbus. We've been in Hilliard. Uh, all three of them have been born and raised here. And um, and I don't have any plans to leave, uh, even though we've tried a few times, as, as I've mentioned other podcasts. But uh, right. Hilliard, Hilliard is uh, is a wonderful town. And, and it's and I'm thankful for um, for your leadership and your team. Uh, definitely you. thankful. And thank you for your service again. Um, but I want to talk about there's there's a lot of ways we could go today, because I think in 2020 ish, 2021 slash whatever you want to call it, uh, there's been a lot of talk about police and all these other things. I don't even want to go there uh, unless you do. I, I really don't want to spend time on that today because it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, um, you have a job to do. 
I appreciate the job that you do. I appreciate all of uh, of your team, and um, I back the blue. So let's just Thank leave you. it at that. That said, <laughs> you and I met. Um, the I think the first time we ever met was uh, for penny for a pound. And so let's, and I think, is that right? Actually, no, it was another fundraiser for Sun Ministries. It came in. Oh, yes, yes. And yes. Um, we had uh, the Hilliard Police put together uh, a thing where we did in your um, weightlifting center yep. at the Bodome, yep. where we talked people through exercises and things like that. And that's where we first met. And uh, one of my, uh, one of the officers I work with had reached out to you while I was working with some other people. And um, then he introduced you and I, and then it went from there. Yeah. And, and so, and that's, I thought it was the, but you're correct. And Sun Ministries, shout out to Sun Ministries because they have an incredible thing. Someday I'll have to get um, Kim on and, and let them tell their story. But that said, uh, we, we, we at least got to know each other a lot better through Penny yep. for a Pound. And so why don't we start with, why don't you tell this audience about Penny for a Pound? Because it's awesome. And it's something that, uh, is near and dear to your heart, and you guys have made some huge impacts over the last few years. So let's start with Penny for Pound. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? Sure. Um, several years ago, so I'm, I'm thinking it's about six or seven years ago, um, I've been a Tim Tebow fan for a long time. Uh, mm -hmm. Read his books, heard him speak, follow him on all the social media platforms, and he made a statement one day. He said, find a way to use your, and I'm obviously paraphrasing, but he was basically saying, find a way to use your passion to invest in others. And he, um, one of my passions is, is lifting weights, fitness. Mm -hmm. And uh, that struck home with me because, you know, passion is living out my faith. My, my faith drives my service. Mm -hmm. So what was a way that we could bring this to the forefront? Well, the year before this happened, um, I had gotten promoted um, to, to patrol sergeant and I'm sitting in our roll call one day and, and um, I looked around the room and I realized there was at least one officer in that room that if something happened, I would probably have problems pulling him to safety. Mm. And for me, I just, I couldn't allow that to happen. So I had to make some changes. As a matter of fact, when I got off second shift that night, I went home and worked out for an hour. Mm. You know, my, I had let myself go physically. I was overweight. I had two chins. A third chin was starting. Um, weighed the most I had ever weighed in my life. My blood pressure was through the roof. I just, I had all these issues. So I knew I had to make some changes. And then as I made the changes, I started encouraging others. And there was three or four of us sitting around one day when we were talking. We said, well, you know, we know in law enforcement, we need, we need strength, mm. you know, if you, since you've, you played basketball and all kinds of sports, you know that if you need to run just a little bit farther, no matter how tired you are, you can take a few more steps. Right. right. Now I, I, as I shared with you earlier, um, I, I used to box mm -hmm. and I had delusions of grandeur of being a pro fighter at one time. Mm -hmm. And so if I needed to throw another strike, I could throw another strike. But if you need to lift one more extra pound, you're not going to be able to do it. You can't yeah. fake strength. Yeah. So we talked about what are some ways we can encourage strength and fitness and, and um, police officers. So we talked about having a weightlifting fundraiser. And then there's some talk back and forth. Do we want it to be a fundraiser? Or do we want it to be a competition? Well, no, we're, we're going to do it for the good of everyone. So let's, let's co collaborate on it and we'll make it a, a, a fundraiser. 
So we got together, we picked the three main lifts uh, for, uh, we actually picked four for a bench press, squat, deadlift, and overhead press. And then whatever your maximum is, you add it together and then people sponsor you a penny for every pound you lift. So if your total adds up to 1200 pounds for the max on the lifts and people would donate $12 to whatever charity. First year we did Hilliard food pantry. We raised about $400 That's awesome. and, and we did the lifting uh, at um, uh, Darby high school. They opened up their, their, their facility to us on a Saturday mm-hmm. and the, the year number two, we did get behind the badge, which was really important to us because uh, the year before we had lost Sean, in the, in the crash. And, um, so this was a chance to give back to them what they get behind the badge did for Sean's family. Yeah. We raised about a thousand dollars for them. The following year we did children's hospital, which Mm -hmm. was year, uh, three. And that was the first year we actually did it at the Bowdome with you guys. Um, I forget exactly how much we raised. I'm wanting to say it was around $1,500. I feel like that was about right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, and then year four was the big year. Our, our Citizens Police Academy jumped in. Mm-hmm. And what an awesome group of volunteers. They give to the, just give, give, give to the community. And they jumped in and helped us set up online donations and do these other things that it just was really outside of my realm of expertise and outside of, uh, I would definitely say outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are 501 501- states three organizations so it just made a lot of things easier and we chose special olympics ohio what made this so cool was that was the same year several local athletes were going i think it was dubai for the world games right and two of them got gold medals two of them from central ohio one gentleman's name was garrett who was i think from the pickerington area and then a local athlete i think he's a darby high school grad jabari got um gold medal and track and field so to have those interactions several of the athletes came out not only that day but also to uh when we did a check presentation and uh uh, we raised over five thousand dollars just tremendous tremendous outpouring yeah and what was really cool i got to go before city council and talk about it several several city council members donated couple of them came out to the event at the Bowdoin. It was awesome yeah. to see them. Uh, the Hilliard police chief was there. Hilliard fire chief was there and that are the Norwich fire chief. And that was the other cool thing starting year three, which was the first year at the Bowdoin. We got, um, we partnered up with the firefighters. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That was in year two. And then, um, year four, we opened it up to police and fire from throughout central Ohio. We only had one other agency join us. Um, Grove city police had three officers come over, but you know, we were, we were hitting good stride and unfortunately COVID hit. We had the 2021 scheduled. I actually had talked to you on through email and on the phone and we were supposed to come out and do our visit. And then unfortunately three weeks before that COVID all the restrictions hit and kind of put a kibosh on that. And, And we're definitely looking forward to getting it going back again. We, we hope and pray in 21. Um, but it, it's been hard not having it because re- really we would be in full planning mode right now. Cause we usually have it March just right? before, yeah, just before, just after, um, Easter mm-hmm. is when we have it going into springtime. Uh, and, uh, it, it's something we look forward to doing and it, it's just such an opportunity to give back. And, and what's really funny and you saw some of it, um, uh, 
we we have a, an awesome working relationship with the Norwich Township Fire Department. Yeah. I consider awesome. many of those people to be good friends, mm-hmm. and we're in there harassing each other. <laughs> yeah, it's just fun. throwing fun. throwing bars back and forth, cracking on each other, just having a good time. Yeah, um, we had kids come up to us, um, you know, that were there watching siblings play or practice or doing, you know, they were doing it themselves, coming up and getting pictures with us. Um, we had some friends of mine from the powerlifting and, and strongman community there helping out. So it was a real good team effort to raise money for some pretty awesome athletes. Yeah. And um, we can go ahead and make this announcement. We already talked about this a little bit offline. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and make it. Um, the new home of the Penny for Pound Challenge is also my new home. And that is the spot athletics in Dublin and Grandview and uh, details to come. But um, I welcome and can't wait to host this event. And maybe, you know what, we, we got a lot of planning to do because we may mm-hmm. do it in two places. We may do it in downtown and Grandview. We may do one in, Col- in Dublin at the new location. So, but the bottom line is the spot athletics is 110% behind this. And uh, we believe in what you guys do. I believe in what you guys do. Therefore, the spot athletics is going to believe in what you do. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really excited. And, and I've already talked to our ownership, our leadership, and uh, they are 100% behind this because this is what um, this is what it's about. It's not about, you know, a lot of things and uh, 100% behind you guys. Uh, it is in Dublin, not Hilliard, but at the same time, maybe that'll open it up for some for some other things. My my brother-in-law, uh, I think I might have told you this, my brother-in-law, I believe is in Delaware. I should probably know this, but um, with uh, the fire team there. And so I'm going to have to get on him like because he's and he's a guy that's much like yourself. He works out quite a bit, unlike myself. <laughs> but he, he works out quite a bit and he's in he's in fantastic shape. I know he wants his team in shape, as you said, like those guys got to be, they got to be ready. And, and so uh, I'm going to throw out the challenge to uh, CJ. I don't know if CJ listens, but CJ, if you're listening to man, penny for pound spot athletics, it's on. <laughs> it's that, on. <laughs> you know, that would be great because, you know, we know that um, as first responders and, you know, I, I count medical personnel, you know, and, in ERs uh, I've, over the years, I've gotten to know some and, and, nothing but respect for what they do and having strength and having fitness not only helps us do the job i i'm sorry my my pups keep moving the unscripted moving. it's always welcome, yeah. it's always welcome. Um, <laughs> she she wants back outside because i'm sure there's a bird that has invaded her territory <laughs> a- anyway um <laughs> the you know we need it for for the mental health yeah aspect um you know right now it's estimated depending on who you talk to, but the number of, of uh, police officer suicides is about three for every one who dies in the line of duty. Man. And so we've got we've to address that. And this has been an unfortunate trend for a long time. We've seen it in the military. Uh, we've seen it in, in the fire service. And now we're seeing it in, in um, as peace officers. So, you know, it, it's as much for the the mental and physical, emotional and spiritual health, all four pillars. Yeah. And, and that's what I firmly believe. That's what I teach. And that's what I encourage. Do you have a, um, and this is probably, uh, and if you, if you say no, that's fine. Um, do you have a um, group that you already have sites on for the next penny for pound? What have you, have you already identified a particular charity or anything? Uh, 
not for the next one yet. Yeah, we've talked about it. We've, we've got a couple, um, mm-hmm. but, but what's happened is, and this, and I kudos to um, some of my officers who came up with this. It's just phenomenal. So as I said earlier, we had already started the planning process. We were three weeks out and we had to cancel. Several people had already donated, paid their registration fees. And so they asked what we were going to do with the money we had already raised. It was right around a thousand dollars. And, um, I said, you know what, let me look into it. And, um, I found out that, uh, Darby high school is building a new fitness center. And as part of the fitness center, which is so cool with what they're doing, first of all, there's no taxpayer money going to it. It's 100% donations from businesses and individuals. And um, one of the things they're going to have there is an area just for adaptive athletes. So people who have mental and physical challenges will have their own area to train in. And uh, the life skill kids at, especially at Darby High School, I've gotten to know over the years, my, my uh, K-9 and I would go into their class. They're wonderful, wonderful human beings. Love them. Love them all. And, um, they usually make two trips a year to see me, one in the fall, one in the spring. Yeah. They'll walk over to the, uh, the PD and ask to meet with me. I'll go down and see them. And now they're going to have an area just for them. That's in, awesome. Inside this. So what we're going to do is we're going to be presenting that money that we already raised um, that, that should have been raised for the 2020 event. That's going to go to them. And then we're going to look at, um, we've had a couple ideas uh, thrown out for our next one, which we, we, pray and hope is in 21. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. We're going to make that happen. Uh, it's too important to not make it happen. And um, for, I, cause I don't want to breeze by something you said prior to that. And that is for your team, this is as much for you guys as it is for any charity that you do because of the statistic that you mentioned. And mm-hmm. I, I wrote that down while you were talking. Um, I don't want to breeze by that. That's a, that's, there's something wrong with that. We got to fix that. We got to, we have to help um, with that statistic, um, we got to make that right. So I think an event like this or any event is, um, important to make that number go down. We got, we got to do our part too. So, but, um, that said, I love the life skills classes there. We talked about it at lunch, um, in my previous, uh, facility, um, the life skills were my favorite days. We've had, we've had, pro athletes we've had minor league athletes we've had a lot of different things and i got to rub elbows with a lot of really cool people including bo jackson himself my favorite days at the dome were the life the life skills class and i mean that i mean that 100 i wish i was in my office upstairs because i would show you the handwritten notes that i get after they come they're thank you notes um i keep those because those are um those are so meaningful to me because uh, we take for granted the fact that, you know, myself, my son, as you know, my son plays in college and uh, I have a daughter going to uh, do track next year in college and a third that's uh, was in districts this, this weekend for swimming. Um, we take that for granted as parents and we get caught up in the travel stuff and the, you know, the, this and the, that, and the, the leagues and the, what team are they on? And at the end of the day, the, the life skills kids, um, they get it, they get it right. You know, I mean, they just want to play and they they love um, they're just wonderful. And I 
I can't wait. I can't wait till we're post COVID and I hope that I get them to the spot as well. And you can guarantee that that's going to be a call for Hilliard schools. Um, I hope they'll come over to Dublin because those are my favorite days and they're my favorite people. Uh, absolutely. I made some deep connections with some of them um, that have, they've graduated and moved on, but um, rock city had the, the uh, drive-through night event a couple weeks ago yep. and I was there and then one young man from that class he graduated like three or four years ago he sees me leans out of his parents vehicle to give me a hug that's awesome you know those are connections that are just yeah. truly tremendous all that stuff lasts forever um, mm-hmm. everything else doesn't matter. And I think, you, you know, we all know that it, life's very short and I know you and I read a lot of the same books. We listen to a lot of the same podcasts. We follow a lot of the same people on Twitter. You are speaking of Twitter, a, uh, just an awesome guy on Twitter. Um, always encouraging, always liking, sharing, tweeting. I, I, I so, uh, first of all, what is, what is your Twitter? Just so everybody that listens to this can follow you. Oh, I'm going to have to look it's at Lieutenant light or no, it's Lightfoot no, clan. It's at Lightfoot Clan. I think that's what it is, <laughs> right. because I I literally have my own tribe. That's uh, <laughs> I want to yeah, make sure we get it. It's right. Lightfoot Clan. There you go. And light it's is in out. light. Yeah, light is in light switch, and then foot is in foot, and then clan. Lightfoot Clan, and I love. Yep. Well, you and I talked about this at lunch. I love that there's other people in my life that now follow you, and you follow them, and I see yep. you all interacting, and that makes me so happy. Yeah, uh, there's it's some just pretty cool. awesome ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's so cool to see you guys uh, interact because they're good people. You're good people. And I just like to, to see that as a, as a bystander, just to watch. So, um, all right. So penny for pound, let's just finish that up where, so if anybody's listening to this and they wanted to donate for whenever we're going to do penny for pound again, is there a website or is there an email? Is there what, what, if I'm driving down the road and I feel this pull towards, you know what, I want to, I want to back the blue. I want to back what you're doing. Even if I don't want to back the blue, if I want to back what you're doing and who you're doing okay. it for, mm-hmm. how do I do that? Well, our penny for a pound did have a face, does have a Facebook page. I'm okay. I stopped my Facebook account, but the, um, good for you. <laughs> um, yeah. I had to disable it. Yeah. Um, but there is a penny for a pound Facebook page. Okay. Um, also our hit is Hilliard citizen police alumni, I believe has a Facebook page. Okay. Um, they're the ones that handle all the financial part. I got, I kind of got a little weird with it. I just don't think police officers should be collecting money. Even right. If is, no, it's, even it's if it fair. is for, for, um, uh, a charity. So we worked with them. Um, there was an email but I'm sorry, I don't know it off the top of my head. Okay. Um, but I know our, our Hilliard Citizens Police Alumni Association, um, if somebody wanted to reach out via our Facebook page, the Hilliard Police Facebook page, I could probably get that information to them. Okay. Well, and here's what I'll do. Anybody listening to this, um, I'll give you my email address. There you that? go. And then yeah. We'll figure it out. Um, so anybody listening to this, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N at AaronConrad.com email me and we'll figure it out from there. But uh, if you feel that tug on your heart and uh, really believe in what, what they're doing. And I, I, I would tell you this, believe in it because I believe in it. And, and I don't really have people on that. I don't believe in. So it's my show. I'll do what I want. <laughs> and and I, I believe in everything that you all do. And um, I, 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 
if you're hearing this and you feel that tug on your heart, just email me, um, Aaron at AaronConrad.com, and we'll we'll get you taken care of. We'll get you all set up. Um, I really am looking forward to this at the spot. Uh, I think it's going to be a really cool day, and I think you and I together, working together, are going to really do some fun stuff there. So uh, absolutely I'm thankful, thankful for your friendship and all those things. So I'm thankful for the opportunity because you know um, our motto for penny for a pound is first responders lifting up the community yeah and because we take being community service servants very very seriously yeah and there's you know if you see a hillier police officer there's a ch- very good chance that that officer will stop what he or she is doing and interact um, I, I serve with some awesome awesome human beings and i'm thankful for them every day yeah co-signed and 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 they serve a great leader and so i think it's all it's all very um, trickle down, you know, I mean, it starts at the top and, and I think your leadership with that team um, is what really drives, you know, the kind of community that we have. So um, another question for you when it comes to um, what is, what is, so what is the best way, let me hang on, pause, <laughs> unscripted. Um, all right. So on Twitter, you yeah. guys got to go watch on Twitter because not only does does Lieutenant Lightfoot run penny for pound? The guy gets after it. <laughs> I was going to say, um, he, he, you got to go on his Twitter account and watch some of these workouts. Like, you don't just work out. I mean, you're talking like I've seen you lift like cars and houses and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. Like, there, there's you don't just lift weights or sling weight around. Like, you you do some crazy stuff when it comes to the workouts. So you you definitely back what you're doing. Uh, what drives you to do those things? Well, you know, we talk about functional fitness. You hear that yeah. constantly. And I understand the concept, but I also look at what is practical applications. Practical applications is picking something heavy up off the ground, picking something heavy up off the ground and moving it, picking something heavy off the ground and, and putting it up to an elevated location. I've had to do all of that in the line of duty. Mm-hmm. Um, as I shared earlier, we have a very close, close working relationship with our fire department. And while I've had to use strength to help help control a combative individual, I've used it just as much to work with the fire department to get somebody out of an area to where they could be treated, where they could be transported. I've helped, I've helped get people out of cars, out of ditches out of basements, out of second floors. Uh, one, one gentleman was trapped between a, um, a very large bed and the wall. And I was first one on scene. So all of those things, because we do go on runs with a fire department and we, you really do get an awesome partnership. And I, I can really thank the leadership of the Hilliard police department and Norwich township fire for the work they do together for our community. And so that's why doing stuff like some of the crazy things you've seen, picking up stones, um, dead, deadlifting. I did deadlift a Camaro uh, at at one of the, at one of the, uh, uh, the back end of a Camaro back end of a Camaro. Sorry. My wife just came home and the dog was greeting her. It's fine. It's okay. When you think about all this stuff, we would have to do in a rescue situation. The other thing too, and there's been a lot of studies out there um, and tests with our equipment on 
and our uniform and stuff, we lose about 50% of our flexibility and our mobility. Mm. And then also, you never know when it's going to happen. So when you show up, it is, it is as is. Yeah. And so having that type of strength needed to move those kind of things, especially if there's two of you, you know, right. um, and I, that's one of the things I like, um, our officers do work out, they do train and it's practical applications. You do need the base stuff. Like I talked about earlier, the, the bench press, the squat, the overhead press and the deadlift strength in those areas, but then being able to apply it to odd objects, because that is, that is reality. That is life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. Um, you ready for rapid fire? Is that, can I sure. say that? Can I say that for police? Yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, right. you can. Let's do some rapid fire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> favorite day ever as a policeman. Favorite day ever as a policeman. Um, Probably, I would say it was day one. I started with the Hillier Police Department. Has to be up there uh, another day. Um, uh, Eros and I, Eros is my my canine. Um, we found a really bad individual mm. who um, we were helping another agency. Um, this guy had been to prison for stabbing somebody, um, assaulted another person and fled into a wood line with a knife mm. and dangerous situation. My pup and I went and got him. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Um, go ahead. All right. Um, I won't ask worst day because I've heard some terrible stories. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't. This, this is a, it's a family I, show. <laughs> well, I just, you know, sometimes I wish that my brain could forget what my eyes have seen and my ears have heard. Oh, there you go. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to mm-hmm. say. I imagine. I imagine. And again, that's why we, we owe you all due respect. Uh, it's not what you see on TV. Um, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I, I have enough friends um, that, that, work much like yourself. And, um, some of the stories I've heard are just horrific. And I don't, I don't think any of us have a clue. We, a bad day for us is nothing compared to what you all do. So, okay. Um, so what is, uh, what is one thing that you wish everybody knew or, or, and again, there's always the rule to pass if you want to, what's one thing that you wish everybody knew about the police department? I wish they knew the heart of our officers. Mm. Um, we have officers that are coaches, mm-hmm. um, Sunday school leaders. Um, they volunteer in a variety of roles uh, that you will never hear about. And um, they, peop- one of the things that gets misconstrued is that police where our kids go to school with your kids right our kids play sports with your kids yep we go to your church mm-hmm. um you know social some other social venue you know we are we are part of the community as a whole and i i wish more people understood the human side of it and that gets lost in translation. Mm-hmm. 
hundred percent. Um, this, this might be a, a, a past question and it's okay. Um, how difficult was this past summer? Incredibly. Yeah. I worked, um, there was a contingent of us who assisted Columbus police downtown. I was down there eight days. Um, it was hard to see. It was hard that people who, who say they stand against hate, that they stand against prejudice, mm-hmm. had no problem displaying all the above against towards police officers. Yes. And, um, now at the same time, there was a couple times I had some wonderful conversations with, uh, people who were at the protest. Mm -hmm. Um, and that, that was very encouraging to me. Mm -hmm. One gentleman who came up and talked to me, um, he had, I, I met him, his wife had went and sat in the vehicle. And as he came up to me, he said, you know, he goes, obviously I'm black and he, tell my wife over there she's white and we have four biracial kids what do i tell my kids about this Mm. and we proceeded to have about a 45 minute conversation and i think it would have went longer if he hadn't said i think my wife's waiting on me i gotta go (laughs) (laughs) i said i'm married too and i understand that 100 percent. yeah that's awesome Uh, but we you know conversations need to happen yeah and one of the things is we think that we can legislate and we think that we can, you know, I make everything at a, a systemic level when really it's the one-on-one relationships. It's the one-on-one connections that carry the biggest weight, make the biggest difference. You, yeah. mean, you can legislate stuff all day long, but we legislate against drunk driving, but people are killed by drunk drivers every day. Every day. Yeah. So. I think those those one-on-one conversations is where we start to put down a foundation for the future and change. You know, it's it's going to happen. It's going to happen shoulder to shoulder, coffee mug over coffee mug, uh, whatever your drink of choice. That's when we start to turn the corner on this thing and not in an, in in a line in front of the state house. I'm sorry, political rant. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was. I was. I think it was Family Force Five. Um, Christian group from the early 2000s who had a song that said they never saw someone's mind changed by a protest. That's right. And I'm I'm paraphrasing it, but I remember it was really close to that. And boy, that man, that hit home. Yeah. And, you know, we've had some pretty, uh, I personally have had some pretty in-depth discussions with people who were totally and completely politically opposite of me. Mm-hmm. And I still love them to this day. Absolutely. Right. Um, and that gets, there's so many assumptions made. Mm-hmm. There's assumptions made about me because of my uniform and what it represents. Right. Um, and that there, and because those assumptions will then cloud or, or really cloud somebody's judgment or cause them to not want to make that interaction. Right. Uh, and that, that's unfortunate because I'll talk to anybody, right? I, I'll, you know, there may be times when I put a conversation on hold mm-hmm. because I don't like the direction it's going and there's nothing that's going to be accomplished from, you know, butting heads. Right. But, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that's missing today is respectful dialogue. Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And, and then also having the right time and place for that respectful dialogue. Right. You know, um, and I think that's, what's one of the things that's missing, you know, how many people do you see in, in one of the drawbacks of social media and especially Twitter, I've had some really nasty comments and the person, I have no clue who they are and there's no name attached to some right. made up thing. Yeah. You know, and it's allowing people to hide. Mm-hmm. Right. Hide behind where, a keyboard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when reality, I don't mind having a discussion. Yeah. And um, I just, I think that's where we're lacking in society today. We have a chance and, you know, kudos to uh, my chief, uh, Robert Fisher and several of our officers, mm-hmm. you know, while, while things were going on downtown in Columbus, there were some protests in Hilliard. And our chief and, and mm-hmm. other officers got out there and met with them and had wonderful dialogue. And you didn't see a protest turn into a riot. Nope. No, I was down there uh, a few times. My wife and I were down there uh, on a Friday night or Saturday night because uh, Old Hilliard's awesome. And, and we mm-hmm. were just hanging out and um, we were, you know, at, at uh, Crooked Can or one of the places downtown. And, and um, you know, as you said, they were peaceful. They were well within their right to do so. Uh, Chief Fisher is a great, great man, by the way. Uh, I 100% agree with you. He's a, he's a great man. And we're, we're just blessed. We're blessed with great people. Um, I want to make sure before we get off that you and I bring up a book that we talked about over lunch. Um, and you'll have to remind me because it's terrible that I forgot the name of the book again. There, uh, yeah, so you, you've been a huge supporter. I mean, Heart of a Warrior, which I still need to finish that book. Um, but, but what was the one, Adam? Tell me again. Navy uh, you're Seal? talking about? Oh, Adam Brown, Fearless. Adam Brown, Fearless. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I should know that because the book was life-changing and you and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. So anybody listening to this, check out the book. Um, it's it's about a guy named Adam Brown, Navy SEAL, true story. Um, his, I, I, as I understand it, his team was the team that did the, the um, recon for what ultimately became us getting Bin Laden. Bin Laden. Um, whether or not that's true, it doesn't matter. Adam Brown was a servant, uh, was a Navy SEAL, gave his life for this country. It's He was a Christian, um, an incredible dad, and uh, just an amazing, amazing book. Tell me one more time what it was called. Fearless. Fearless. Thank you. And what's... I can't believe I can't remember that. But Fearless, Adam Brown, if you're listening to this, write it down or wait till you get home, write it down. Check out that book. It's amazing. Absolutely. And one of the things about Adam um, he's incredibly real, mm-hmm. uh, or his family was, yeah. but, um, Adam was also kind of an anomaly. He had a significant, uh, history of hard drug use, Yeah, but was able to get in the Navy. He, um, completed rehab, completed some things, um, went on to become a seal, which in and of itself is a tremendous accomplishment. And then, yep. um, uh, he did have one relapse uh, that his wife talks about uh, in incredible detail. What mm-hmm. a strong, amazing woman. Yeah. And then while he was in Iraq, I believe it was, his vehicle got hit by an IED. Oh, that's right. That's uh, right. That's it it right. flipped on its side and it actually right. chopped off all four fingers right. of his gun hand. Yep. So he had to have them sewn back on. Mm-hmm. Well, then he gets the opportunity to try out for DevGrew, which is Team 6. And has to go through what's called green team training, which is 
think of bud school on steroids right that's that's green team training and he did it all left-handed right so didn't he have, gun did, guy. am i wrong and did he not have a problem with one of his eyes too i think that the same the same um accident and right. also damaged one of his eyes so the guy the guy's out there with a, a bad eye and he's he's and, and he literally competed he he completed the highest level of training it was unbelievable it's an unbelievable book it's it's yep. it's an incredible story a christian man a family man um you and I talked about this at lunch. I don't know if there's ever been a book where I had to close the book and walk away. Not because I was mad because I could not keep going. His, I mean, ultimately he, he, he passes away Mm -hmm. and I got to a place in the book where I had to walk away. I I was too emotional and that's how invested I was in the book. And that's how the, how well the book is written. It pulls you in and tells you his story. It's an incredible story, but literally that's one of the only times I think I can think of where I had to shut the book and walk away because I just could not, I couldn't, I, I couldn't deal at that moment. I had to come back and take it in bite-sized pieces. Um, incredible story of bravery. And if you don't honor our military after reading that book, you better, <laughs> something, something's got to be checked out because it's, um, it's an incredible, incredible book and story. It, it absolutely is. And, you know, one of the things that I've, uh, you know, as you and I've talked as you progress with your podcast, mm-hmm. you've had some amazing authors on. You had just Doug Bender. I uh, had Doug. him on again. Love and his book, I Am Second, mm-hmm. I actually read that in two days. Wow. And, and wow. it would have been done in a day if I had not gone to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and the, 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 the changes yeah. in, in people's lives when they put God first. And that's a change that, you know, I fought against. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I kept telling God, you got a sense of humor here because <laughs> I, I don't like where this is going, but yeah. you know, he, I know the change that, that has come over my life. And, um, I still, as I told my wife and she agreed to marry me, that I was a continuous improvement project That's right. and, and <laughs> I've lived up to that. Um, but you know, I am second, the heart of the warrior, um, from, uh, Michael Thompson. Yeah. I also got the companion book um, to that one. Uh, people, you know, books, you know, as we talked earlier about conversation, making connections, a, a way you can make connections is through books, Yeah, through good books. Um, I'm coming home from work one day and I'd had a really, really tough week. My phone rings and it's a, a gentleman from my church who hadn't really talked to him a whole lot lately. And, uh, life's busyness and i said hey how's it going and uh he said i called to thank you Mm. thinking thank me for what you and i haven't had more than a two-minute conversation in about three years because it's usually just in passing and uh he said about three years ago you gave me a book Mm. called kingdom main i said oh yeah i said yeah i remember that book he said uh he goes, I've needed to make some changes in my life. And that book was on my heart. Wow. He said, so I opened it and he said, in two days, I read it and I'm back reading it again. And I just needed to call you and tell you, thank you. That's awesome. So I, I encourage people, if God puts something on your heart, whether it's a book or just a phone call or a text, do it. Yeah. You never know how it may impact somebody's life. And that's one reason I, I consider getting off Twitter. Yeah. I can, but I have a chance to 
to interact. And if, even if, if I see, see a prayer request come across, even yeah. if I don't know the person, it take a moment to pray for that prayer request. Yeah. And, um, uh, cause I believe in the power of prayer and I believe in encouraging people through prayer. And, um, and we only get one shot at this life. That's right. So, uh, I personally plan on making the most of it mm -hmm. and loving on other people is how I'm going to do that. And you do. And that's those, that, that is, um, you know, your, your encouragement on Twitter is means the world to me and, and your friendship means the world to me. And, and you're not just a guy saying that. Uh, and I hope people that, that hear this or watch this, that, that they, they really are getting that out of this, that, uh, um, I, and it's not just because you're wearing my unscripted hat. <laughs> no, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a huge fan. Um, I'm, I'm so thankful for you, for your friendship, for your leadership, for your mentorship um, in my life. Um, and, uh, you know, you know, I've talked about books and, um, you know, every time I'm around you, I'm just I, I, I walk away better. And even at Kohl's. Remember when we were shopping at Coles? Oh, yeah, I ran into my wife and I. We were, and I forget. Yeah, I walked away better, and it was yeah, just at Coles. Had, yeah, <laughs> you um, know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when I run into you, where I run into you. Um, I'm, I walk away better for those interactions. You're you're a great man. Uh, our our town is, um, we're better because of of uh, of your service to our our town, and uh, and your team and. Um, we're thankful and I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for you coming on. Uh, one last book recommendation that I have for you in this audience is um, Jimmy Dykes, The Film Doesn't Lie. Jimmy Dykes, The Film Doesn't Lie. Most people know Jimmy Dykes from ESPN. Um, we were going to record last week. I'm not promoting my own podcast, but we were going to record last week, but he is obviously in the throes of college basketball right now. And, oh, yeah. and uh, ESPN added a game to his schedule on Thursday night. We were going to record last Thursday. I will get Jimmy on, but even if I never do, um, I'm, I'm blown away by the book. The film doesn't lie. Jimmy Dykes. There you go. So that's anybody it. listening. Incredible, incredible book. It will challenge you. And actually once you, uh, once you read it, Let's uh, let's compare notes because we'll compare film notes, as he calls them. Okay. Um, it's an incredible book. So, you know, man, thank you so much. Um, I'm so honored that you're my friend. I'm honored that uh, that we've had this time together and that, that you serve our city well. And uh, I, I pray for for you and your safety and for your team's safety. Well, I appreciate your prayers, your support and your friendship. It means means a great deal to me. Thank you for the opportunity to be on here. And uh brag brag about some pretty awesome people that i serve with yeah they're great they're great and stay tuned because the penny for pound at the spot athletics is going to be as the kids say today lit <laughs> this <Yeah. year. laughs> whenever we do it it's gonna, it's gonna be the best one ever and uh and we'll get you on again uh when we when we lock down a date time okay we already know location so when we yep. lock down a date time and and where that um, that, uh, those donations are going to go to, let's get you on again and let's really, uh, let's talk about it again. Cause I have a feeling people are going to be, uh, teed up, ready to help. Uh, I hope oh, that are. would be awesome. Uh, and if you're ready to teed up, ready to help today, email me, Aaron at AaronConrad.com. I will get you in touch with uh, Lieutenant Lightfoot and we will roll from there. So uh, you're my friend. I, I appreciate you. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You have All a right. blessed day. You too. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye. Bye.